And we are back with another edition of the Two Minute Warning Show. I'm your host, Caputo, and my boy, Mr. Corey Gray. What's up, everyone? Here again. We're Like we said last week, we're switching up a bit. I want to do, right. you know, getting a little bored once in a while talking about the games over and over again. So let's switch up the way this week. We uh, want to do top... We're halfway through the season. We're in November now. You know, I want to do some possible Rookie of the Year, MVP, Coach of the Year, and possible division winners and wild card winners going forward. And, you know, just to spice things up a little bit, just change the show, get a little discussion going, yeah. you know. And uh, we're going to start with, uh, we, we're we doing top five, but I thought it'd be easier to just do top three instead. So yeah. top three for Offensive Rookie of the Year. Who are your okay. top three? Um, number one course is going to be the number one running back that was taken josh jacobs i agree with that one that's number um, one on my list monster i mean 740 yards r- rushing all all year right now and he's mm-hmm. all, he's gonna break a thousand yards regardless yeah and he's at six touchdowns he's probably gonna get like double that amount i think it, i i six touchdowns. Think. i think he'll yeah. finish anywhere i think he'll think i think nine 10. or ten i think he's gonna hit ten or eleven yeah nah, i think nine or ten but like i don't think he's gonna be that much because he hasn't really been pushing that much for the end zone at like all season i think he's just getting as of late yeah I, of late he's he's getting there i think they're starting now to figure out and getting through I, I feel more for him nine line. or ten touches i mean hey i hope he, i hope you're right because i have him for fantasy so yeah well, i hope the more he gets in the end zone the happier i am yeah. so i um, agree i pick him i'm gonna put sanders um I mean, even though he was kind of up and down, mm. he's been doing well, though. Um, 300 rushing, 300 passing. He's got a couple TDs. You have him as your number two. Interesting. Um, and I'll probably put Kyler Murray. I'll be very honest. I Kyler mean, Murray, number three. He's getting better. All right. I, uh, here's why. Because I'm not disagreeing. I I, he is getting first. better. You, you see him slowly figuring it out. Here's why. I, I didn't respect him at first. I mean, granted, he's got the pressure of the first overall pick. I needed to see how he was going to, you know, respond to NFL, the yeah. NFL. Because we already knew he was going to be a great baseball seeing player. the record now, I'm like, okay. It seems like this team is going a little bit somewhere, but of course it's stu- it's just at the, the tip of the iceberg right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. As we know of right now. So what I saw him he did against San Fran, that was the closest thing you were going to get to maybe them winning. Mm-hmm. I mean, being a, I mean, obviously a great team. Mm. That's... Pretty damn good and good. With a rookie head coach as well. An impressive performance the way he did. It was good. So, I put him at number three. Yeah. I can see that. Uh, their list, the only thing we did agree on is I had to also have Josh Jacobs as my mm-hmm. number one. Going, like, I just think he's having a phenomenal year. Mm-hmm. You know, I draft him for a reason, I believe. I, got, I, I drank the Kool-Aid of all this hype that was yeah, coming Yeah, you and in. I were talking in our draft. Yeah. We were like, okay, yeah. I'm going to take this. I took Montgomery. You're like, <laughs> you're like shit, I wanted... Montgomery, I'm like, take Jacobs, man. He's going to be yeah. freaking awesome. Ned, yeah, I have Jacobs in both my leagues, and he's such yeah. a good guy and definitely a guy that going forward in my fantasy leagues, you know, in the future, I'm definitely going to try to pick up. He's going to be a, a totally a top 10 guy for next oh, year. Probably yeah. like late. Like how it's looking he, now? Yeah. There's like, a lot of things changing. I know, like, this year he was, like, because like, the rookie running backs always go later, mm-hmm. so I know he was, like, a fifth or a sixth round pick this oh, year for people. I think next year he can easily be a second in, or third round. In my fantasy league, he went 10th round. Yeah. That's that's how good of a steal he was. Yeah, I got him in my one league though. 
the the lead I'm doing good in, I got in the second round. Oh, but that's, I mean, but that's only because like that's it. only because I took Kamara first, and then like I needed another running back, and I was a second that's, overall pick. That's decent though. For yeah, and it, it got. I was just a lucky. It was a that's lucky absolutely pick. Absolutely good. Yeah. So, so you can use him as RB two or the or the flat. And that's what he's been. That's, he's that's he's been my RB two all season. Yeah. So the way my rookie of the year, for, offensive rookie of the year though, switches though is I have Terry McLaurin. The Redskins yes, wide receiver at my number two. Yo, he's been doing he's been good. He's really been the whole offense this year. And he's year been for surprising. The yeah. And that's a guy who was like coming in the year as a fourth string receiver for them. Yeah. And, and the only reason they drafted out. him was because they saw, um, well, when we put uh, Haskins in, this guy, pl- they played together at Ohio yeah, State. Yeah, they were the They'll same. click. Well, yeah. Haskins didn't play till this past weekend, and he yeah. didn't do that great. Yeah. But be- even before Haskins came in, McLaurin has really stepped up as the number one receiver for that yeah, team. Yeah. He's. He's done his work, and mm-hmm. look what he's doing. He's the only reason he's been iffy every week is because he's gotten, like, three quarterbacks already played. Yeah, because, well, again, the organization Went from right Case, now is going... Case Keenum to uh, Colt McCoy. Colt McCoy, and, and now, then now, now Haskins. Dwayne Haskins in? So, you, it's like, that's the only reason, like, oh, well, he's been fluctuating. It's because they haven't got a quarterback to stay consistent with him yet. Yeah. But I have him as a number two, because he's been there all season, really opening up that offense, and, like I said, being the entire offense for them and then yeah. my number three who is really having a really good second half of the year he started really and I slow agree with this one i yeah. wanted to put him in my list but i'm like i i put I'm, him in my number I'm, three because the last two weeks everything. he's been killing it yeah dk metcalf yes man. sir the I'm unsung sorry. hero of the seahawks that was this year. a steal in the draft yeah i'm sorry he's a steal in the draft. everyone thought he was just gonna be a combine hero no and he's been I killing mean, it he's really stepped he's it up. something i i mean of course being an eagles fan i wanted him but you know Hey, I love. That I he even went to Seattle. I even said being a Giants fan, knowing that we got rid of Odell Beckham, I was I was he saying I, good I was saying I would have been fine with DK oh, Metcalf God. in the first round he this year. Been a good, and that was before we knew what he could do. Yes, you know, we were just and going off that combine. I mean, and I watched some of his film when he I what like I like when I the draft comes I love watching the top rookies like highlights of their like their final years and I was pretty impressed I said this guy could be decent I wasn't saying great but I thought yeah. decent and I thought maybe if we get him for the Giants if he was like I don't know like if the Giants are really considering getting a wide receiver in the first round I would have been perfectly fine with DK Metcalf you know with the rookies that we've gotten so far but man he's my number three for possible rookie of the year if he could, he could even be. Maybe pass McLaurin at one point if he continues to do what he's doing he for the will. Seahawks. I mean, it's it's tough. Because again, he's gonna, I think he's going to go a little further because of getting where they're at. Yeah, I have him as a, as, a, as a sure shot number three though. But I agree with both our lists. I think those are all very good possibilities. Those are probably the top six guys if you want to yeah. throw. If you really were to put like top six right there, I think offensively all those guys have a great shot of being rookies. And in they the have a good consideration for yeah. the But the one thing we do both agree on that I think in the end, Josh, Josh if Josh Jacobs, Jacobs continues, he deserves that. if he continues what he's doing, he's definitely going to be the sure cut guy yeah. going forward. Because now being on the Raiders, I mean coming from Alabama, mm-hmm. he was in a shared you know, committee with mm-hmm. you know, Bama and now looking at what he's doing, He's definitely the back for the Raiders. Now moving into defensive rookies of the year. I know you said you had one guy in particular. I had one, and then you remind me of the other guy that I forgot about. Yeah, do your do but your number one. Number one are, both our number ones. Yeah, are the both same. our number ones are the same. And Nick that's, Bosa. That's Nick Bosa. Yeah, Nick because, Bosa. Because I mean, he's a monster. Kill it. Look at what he did. Kill it. Kill it. I mean, the one game where he shut down one of the, you know, I think. Who was, I think it was against the Browns. Browns, he destroyed. Yeah, where he, he shut he down shut Baker. down the one guy shut. and he went up and got Baker's oh, yeah. TD. Or, or a Baker's interception. That was like, yeah. game over. Definitely, we both that agree. That Bosa, is, as of right now, looks like the sheer 
clear-cut guy for defensive rookie yes. of the year. And then he's the, a nut. The two guys that I really like also uh, going forward for defensive rookie of the year. Uh, we said said Bosa uh, won. I said for my number two with that was De- Devin Bush. Yes, Steelers, and you were linebacker. when you said that to me, I forgot about him. I was like. You know what? Yeah. When I remember from watching the Pittsburgh games, he was standing out. Yeah, Devin Bush has really been killing it. I I was watching this guy back in preseason. He was really killing it during preseason, Dude, man. he is a And they, they were saying, like, this guy is the perfect fifth of the Steelers because they've always gotten really good linebackers. I mean, yeah. They've always been one of those, like, lo- like you know, like Lawrence Timmons and, you know, uh, Larry Footy and uh, the, the most recent guy who, uh, who hurt his back. Oh. Shazier, Ryan yeah, Shazier. Yeah, you know, they've always yeah, had good linebackers. Oh you know, really good linebackers. And Devin Bush is going to fall in line with really good linebackers. I have him as my number two guy for defensive rookie of the year. Man, he's just been killing it, man. I, I like watching him play for the Steelers. I haven't really watched much Steelers games, but I try to at least look at when they're on defense because I like to watch Bush play because that kid's going to eventually be there. They're, he's the perfect guy to replace Shazier. Now that Shazier can't play anymore. Oh, God. They got God. lucky with he, this one. They, I mean,. Tomlin went in and he just took the, the you know, he took the plunge in it. Yeah. He had to. He had to find I mean, somebody. I mean, I mean, granted, that is a steal. And, I mean, when you're drafting, I mean, as an organization, I think personally, when you're trying to find those players, you know in whoever's there and you think, okay, he's going to work in my system, I want to try to call these GMs and pay off be like, hey, listen, I want to go up here. Here, I'll let you take this pick. And then we're gonna take this guy because we know he's gonna help out. We've seen him on tape. He has done well. He works in our system. Take it. Perfect. Perfect. I mean, and then the the third and final guy who I I've been loving this pick too for the Packers this year is the safety Darnell Savage, who is exactly what his last name says. He's a savage. He's my number three guy for rookie of the year right now. He has just been a huge. Huge step up for the struggling D-backs of the last few years for the Packers. They really haven't had the best defensive backs. They finally started to figure it out. I mean, they got Jaron Alexander, the corner from last year at Louisville, who's a really good corner, really good young corner. And then they bring in Darnell Savage this year as a a young safety. Man, this kid can do it all. He's he's a really good pickup for the Packers. And a young defense. Yeah, especially how good they're Mm -hmm. doing now. Unbelievable. Another guy going forward who's just going to kill it for them. Yeah. And that's why I have him I mean, as my number three guy for uh, I think I mean, that, that defense with him and who's the linebacker they have? Um, they have uh, Z- uh, Smith. Z- uh, Zadarius no, no, no. Smith and Preston Smith. The or, two Smiths, the outside linebackers. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Them. The Smith boys. All those three? Because they got Preston Smith, who was, a, uh, he was on the Redskins as a backup. And yeah. he was backing up. Because didn't he want to come to Green Bay or something, or did he want to play for? I don't remember uh, which Smith it was, but I know like I know I know it was one. Preston Smith was a really good Mississippi State college player, you know. Then he goes to the Redskins. He was backing up uh, the really good linebacker for the Redskins there, Uh, Ryan Kerrigan. He was back. He was behind Kerrigan. You can't go above Kerrigan. Then you, I always said this kid's gonna be good if you put him in a starting lineup somewhere. Now you put him with the Packers. It's the same defense he ran. With the Redskins, so it's nothing much to change, and he's been killing it there. And then Zadarius Smith, I, I, sh- I, he was a starter for the Re- uh, Ravens last year 
was very good. I'm surprised they let this guy go, and he won free agent. He signed with the Packers, and he's been killing it on the opposite hey, side. I mean, and it's the same defense I mean, run there, so it's not I mean, like he has to change. Yeah, he doesn't have to change anything. Yeah, it's the, the two Smiths, getting, the Smith boys, just killing it. It's like two steals the Packers got right off there off defense with those two guys right there going forward. Yeah. And then you got Alexander, the corner, from yeah. the year before. And then you bring in a guy like Savage this year. Mm-hmm. And that's you know, under Mike Pettit, who's a great defensive what? coordinator. See, they're killing it. I like what they did, and I was very cautious of what they did after they let go the heart of that defense, Clay Matthews, even though he's up in age. And I'm like, oh, I want to see what happens. Yeah. And I'm surprised. Yeah, they they got lucky because they got rid of they got rid of him and they got rid of Nick Perry who was wasn't yes, old. They just got rid of him. Perry. That that's probably the guy you were thinking. Of. They got rid of Nick Perry, yeah. and you're like, wow, they got rid of like their two starting outside. How are they going to replace two starters? They just like that, they get they yeah, got they, two, they know they got who two they guys who were target. They went for it and they said, yeah. boom. They they really got I mean, lucky with those. Yeah, and it it's perfect because they wanted to go younger and they got two young guys who were just continue to do great things for that defense. Yeah. Now we want to do NFL MVP right here. And our lists are a little different. Uh, yeah. Your top three first. Yeah. So You had top three and then you had a bonus guy that we had. Let me see. Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I know what we're talking about. Um, so top is going to be Russell Wilson. Russell. Here's, we both agree. Okay, here's We why. both agree with Russell Wilson. I have him on number he one as well. He is beasting. Yeah. I mean, what is Just it? Just running and all over ten, teams. Just running all over. and he only has one interception. I mean, that is incredible. I mean, that's unbelievable. And he has more TDs right now than anyone else. Grant Mahomes probably at this point was probably up there. Mm. But I'm sorry. I'm giving Russell Wilson the crown. I agree. Russell Wilson is my number one as well. You're number two. My number two would be Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson. He has been playing at a caliber level. Once again. Did last also year. Num- also number two on my list. And it's upgraded so well how it transitioned from last year where... If I remember correctly, they were losing like every game, and all of a sudden they just won the last their ten game the last ten games of their season. This is just now better. He's winning based off managing the clock, and he's making plays. I agree too. Also, number two on my list is Sean Watson. Um, now number three is not going to be a quarterback. It is a running back, and I pick Christian McCaffrey. He is a beast. I mean, look at him. He even though he's under he's the only guy in Carolina who's the biggest weapon. Look what he's putting up, man. He's I think at nine rushing touchdowns and a f- like two or three or maybe four receiving TDs. Got two. Two. Two okay. receiving TDs. I knew it was like two or three. Um but that's at this half of the season, that's great. Yeah, he's counting. I mean he's he's being out Zeke. I think you said Dalvin Cook earlier Sick too. You switched that was, to Christian that was, McCaffrey. That, that's going to be my comeback player. Of the year. Is, is comeback? Because look what happened. I agree with that one. I like that for comeback because player. Because look at the first two years. What happened? The first year he was on pace to be, you know, stellar, mm-hmm. and then he tore his ACL. And last year he couldn't keep himself healthy with the hamstrings, and now he's just off the charts. He's the top leading rusher right now, mm-hmm. behind or he's above McCaffrey, but not by a lot. Um, but yeah, that is, that's who I would go with for MVP overall. For your, your third for, spot or your, or your, for my, my third your, spot McCaffrey, my bonus would be 
Dalvin Cook. Okay, my third spot I had Aaron Rodgers because really he's really with this new offense and really pushing it out for the second half of the year. Yeah, he's just doing such a good job. You know, I really have him as my clear cut guy yeah. for number three. I like where you're going. With Christian McCaffrey at three two, I can agree with that too. If I had to throw in a running back, just yeah. the only problem is the NFL just for some reason and this, ignores and running backs. Yeah, they really I want like quarterbacks. Yeah. Too much on it, where I'm like, you got to think outside the box with that because again, the quarterback's not always going to be making the plays. Mm-hmm. If they're a run first offense, they got to give it to the running backs. That's basically their star. Yeah. So like with mine, I I had you know, uh, uh, my top three. We're looking back at my list. I had. Russell Wilson, we both agreed on. Deshaun Watson. You had Christian McCaffrey, and I had Aaron Rodgers. And then your bonus was... uh, Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook. But I put him more as my comeback player Mm -hmm. here, in my opinion. For my... (laughs) Now, here's the thing. For my comeback player, since you named your comeback player, I can give you one that's a good rebuttal. Okay. And it's not a quarterback, and it's not a running back. Is it someone on offense or defense? It's an offensive player. Oh, you got to be crapping me. You want to know who it is? Give me a hat. He's good. <laughs> How good? How good? How good is he? Cooper Cup. Okay, comeback okay, player okay, of the okay. year. Comeback okay, I'll player give him, of the year. I'll give him credit with that. That is my comeback I'll give him credit. I'll give him credit. This man last year played eight games, right eight games, 566 receiving yards, and six touchdowns with 25 rushing yards last season. Then he tore his ACL. Yeah. Look at him this year coming off a torn ACL. With 770 yards? He came in as the slot number three receiver for the Rams. Has now worked his way to the number one, one spot with the Los Angeles Rams. And I just want to pull up his stats real quick I to show you. I think it's like you. 770 He's just killing receiving it right yards, now. I think it is, if I'm, my memory's correct. He is just I think he has like six disgusting. or seven TDs. Total touchdown, one, two, three, four, five. He's got five receiving touchdowns. Okay. Just continue to killing it. And same just been a fantasy year. beast. So same as last year. Mm-hmm. I know his receiving yards have gone up. Way up. Yeah, I think it's like 770, I think. Yeah, he's killing it for me. Cooper yes. Cup is definitely been the top three receiver this year. Yeah. I mean, and I, he's my pick for comeback. I mean, he's in the top three right now for mm-hmm. receiving spot because you have Michael Thomas and then you have Mike Evans. Yeah. Like... I mean, where's Julio? There's even like another where's guy who. Was, there's even another <laughs> offensive player who I was thinking who could be a possible comeback player of the year, but I I just think between a guy like Dalvin Cook and Cooper Cup, he's just not quite there, and that's Leonard Fournette. You know, I would give him, yeah. He's like if you were here's to do, problem, here's the thing, if you were to do a top, like you and I talk, if you were to do a top three list right now, I think yeah. the top three would probably be like I in my top three list for comeback player of the year would be Cup one. Uh, Cook second. I put Leonard Fournette third. I'll put him up there, yeah. Because look how good he's doing. Would you even throw Jimmy Garoppolo in there? Probably fourth, if you had to do it fourth. Yeah, he's like a fourth. That's like a huge fourth. I just still... Because there's still things... He's having a good year, but I think Cooper Cup's having a better year. What Shanahan's doing. Mm. Because... I think it's more defensive than offenses with him. But, like, I mean, you could make the argument you could throw him in there as well. Oh, yeah. But, personally, I think... My top three for comeback player of the year would be, I I put Cup one, Cook second, and then I put Fournette third. Yeah, but that's just comeback player of the year. You know, like those are, and then finally, the last one I want to throw in for us is coach of the year. Now my top three. I want to start with my top three first. Okay. 
My top three is I have Kyle Shanahan one. I mean, come on. The guy's undefeated. Okay. The only undefeated team left. And Yours and mine are the same. He's killing it right now. Yes. He's finally and he fig- deserves it. Third time's the charm. He's and finally I, I figured out the defense. After all, drafting all these defensive players. I mean, look He's the got the offensive have. weapons, dude. For the defense quarter. Someone from Seattle. And you have someone from that Seattle team who was there at the time during the Super Bowl. They yeah. won that Super Bowl. Those things are like cheats when you got guys like exactly, that. Exactly. Like, because they know what how those teams are run. Yeah. They're championship teams. They know what winning is about. So right, I have Kyle Shanahan as the man to win it right now. But number two, who's literally hanging on by a thread next yeah. to that number one. And I didn't think is, of him. I don't know why. But is Matt LaFleur at number two. Yes. And I'm shamefully disgusted with myself not thinking of that. Dude. But I'm like. The Packers, yeah, have, yeah, the last couple years have struggled. And then they bring in a guy who was an unknown guy. He was a. Well, it was offense coordinator for the Titans? For the Titans for yeah. one year. One year, one year. Which is usually a lot of these guys have to only get like one year and then they leave. Yeah, one or I mean, two years and then they leave and go become a head coach. But like, I never heard of this guy. Even when he was I the offensive coordinator. I never heard of him either. He never was, heard of him. He was a part of the McVeigh, the Shanahan, yeah. the Gruden pact. They were all together. They were in that yep. whole kind of assembly. And then he comes to... You know, with all the drama with him and Rodgers supposedly not getting it wrong. And see, it's a whole I, new I offense, and Rodgers didn't feel comfortable with it. But now, hey, it's does. working. It is I don't working. think there's anything wrong with this, that there are probably times when he tells LaFleur, hey, I don't think that worked, and LaFleur is going to be honest with him and be like, yeah, I can see why it didn't work. I mean, there was a shot during the Chargers game. You could see them two talking to each other like men right on the sideline where Rodgers just chilled, and LaFleur is just like, yeah, man, I don't think we were doing that good. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, let's do this and that. Like a team, and that's what they're supposed to be. Because, again, football's not an individual sport. It's a team sport. And then so. my number three is, uh, I, I named a few earlier, but I I said, I in my head it came from my final one. I had Champagne at number three. Because, really, what he's been able to do with that defense, which has been a horrible defense the last couple of years, is now I mean, since been a very good defense this year. A very good defense this year, and with all the injuries at quarterback and with running back right now, and, yeah, you know, that, that's like the big. They're question. still winning. He still managed to figure out a way to get Teddy Bridgewater to win games for them. You know what yeah. I mean? So like, I have to put Champagne as my number three. I put for my number three. I put Frank Reich. You put Frank Reich, and I agree yeah. with that too because Frank because Reich there were, has been doing very thing, good too. I, number three was the hardest spot, like you were saying. There's a few of them, and you I would put, put Frank Champagne Reich, too. Yeah. But I like just because. Again, where he's coming from, I mean, look. He lost Andrew Luck, and now he's got to bring Jacoby Brissett in. He's got to bring Jacoby Brissett, who. And they're doing good look stuff. What they're winning they games. Yeah. I mean, it's a huge step up. I mean, I give a lot of credit, though, to Sean Payne with Teddy Bridgewater. I mean, yeah. Teddy Bridgewater hasn't played football in over two and a half years, and look what he has done. And the other, if you want to throw, like, possible two other coaches that could get it right at the number three spot, too, is I would say Sean McDermott. Only if the Bills continue to win. Yeah, I'll, only if I'll they give continue him to win. That. Uh, yeah. You know, you gotta give Sean McDermott. I always liked Sean McDermott when he was a defensive I, coordinator. I for the did Eagles. too. And I thought he would have been a great. Because think... he took up a huge yeah. man once. Uh, what's the, it's Johnson? Uh, Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy Johnson. When Jimmy Johnson passed away, he took up a huge. Or, uh, man. Not uh, not Jimmy Johnson. Is it it's Jim, jo- jo- Jim Johnson? Yeah, Jim not Johnson. Jimmy. Jimmy Johnson was yeah, the Jim old Johnson. Uh, Cowboys Miami coach. Jim yeah. Johnson. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Sean McDermott, though, if he continues to win, he has a shot at it. You know, I like, like I said, I liked him as a D, a D coordinator. I think he's a good when head coach for them. When he was with the, the uh, Panthers, he was great. The only other one I would probably even throw in there after him would be Bill O'Brien. 
Yeah. But I don't think he's going to get it. I don't think so. There's a lot of heat going around that organization, too. Yeah. I, mean, I think all the guys we named before Bill are, are more deserving than it. But still, I, I like Bill. And, you know, that Texas team has been doing I'll very good this year. I'll put Pete Carroll there, too. Yeah, you could oh, throw you know, another I'll, guy. I'll, P, you know, you could throw Petey Boy in right. there, too. What do you think, who do you think the GM of the year is? I don't follow GM, so I don't you know. know. You, can, okay. you can throw out a GM for me. What's his name? Think. The Seahawks. The Seahawks general manager? Yeah, I mean, they got Clowney. Mm-hmm. And then they picked up Josh Gordon as, like, a backup. I mean, you know, wide receiver. That's actually pretty good. I mean, another person would have been... Well, I'll tell you um, one team that's less, definitely... Who's the guy? Less I'll tell you team. one team that's definitely not GM of the year is Cleveland Browns. <laughs> Dorsey definitely John didn't Dorsey, get it. And neither I, neither is my guy. Neither is my guy. Gettleman definitely is not getting it this uh, year. That's, I, I'm not going to rat him out or anything. <laughs> getting, I think it's just, you know... But John Dorsey, though, that's like... That's like having, and I don't think your that's Eagles... That's like having horrible... <laughs> I don't think your Eagles is getting GMs of the year either. Uh, with the way they've been I, all over the place. I, I'm not happy with it. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, of course, I'm an Eagles fan, as you know. It's probably from a Giants fan. Uh, but, I mean, listen. We're going to be working on what we can get, and hopefully we just blow some Ws. I think we have the team to do it. We may not have the greatest defense or the greatest plays, but what we have, we have good O-line, good running backs, Good pair of tight ends and a good quarterback. I think we could do it. So hey, you brought back Jordan Matthews third times to try. Yeah, with him. I, I don't know why we. Fu- <laughs> part of my part of my French, but I don't know how the fuck we got rid of him or why we did. We ne- we he's always back. did. Hey, he's like, back. Like, this is the third time he's back, and I mean we got rid of him the he's first a, he's time. A, he's, a he's a decent receiver. He's a decent receiver. I mean he was a great receiver. I mean, he almost broke a thousand yards every year. He's decent. So he's back now. So maybe he'll maybe he'll break it this year. I, I <laughs> oh yeah, within like what seven games left? Hey, yeah. maybe he averages like at least two hundred yards for the rest of the season. If he you does, that would be great. <laughs> you gotta throw him the yeah. ball every time. Yeah. Moving on though, those are our possible awards. We will focus more on them as the season goes on. Maybe predict a final one as the final weeks of the season. But those are our possible guys we think going forward for the year. I want to move into. St- Possible final standings now. Our predictions going forward for the season. And we'll start with AFC East Conference. Obviously, I think that one's simple. We know that New England's probably going to win that one. Yeah. That's... I think the Bills are going to be right behind that. But I think. I mean, right now it's close. Eight and they're one. They're going to be probably maybe be a one. New England eight one. They got their first loss finally. Ravens did it. That was a great it. game, though. Great game. That was admit, a good game. That was a great freaking game. Buffalo Bills six and two. So yeah. and there's no competition after that. The old yeah. Miami one seven, just... New York one seven. Yeah. So it could something could happen, but I don't think it's uh, going to happen. I'd yeah. be very shocked if like the Bills managed to sneak up right behind them and steal a division. Be very shocked. Uh, AFC North. I think we can kind of agree that the Ravens are going to go Ravens. for that one too because I Bengals are done. Cleveland's done, and Pittsburgh's four and four. I just don't see Pittsburgh making our. They have been playing a lot better lately. I just don't see them making a huge rally. Yeah, I know they're on a three-game win streak, but I still don't see it. I still think no, they're just too too many too tools, much. injuries, and people missing. Yeah, I just don't see it. This is one of the more interesting divisions that we've been talking about a lot. AFC South. We have Houston currently at number one, six and three. Indianapolis right behind them at five and three. And I know we've both been jarring back and forth with who's going to win that division. We both think both these teams are going to make the playoffs with Indianapolis and Houston. I still yeah. think, though, Houston's going to win the division. I, for now, I do see that just because... 
I know you've been leaning more towards the Colts side. I know you've been, been a big Frank Reich guy. I feel like I, I think you want to. I think you want to say that the Colts I are going to do it. I want to see the Colts take it. <laughs> I want to see the Colts take it so bad, but I know they're not. I, I have a feeling they're not. I but think... once again, also we can't count out the other two. I mean, it is close. Yeah. I mean, Jacksonville and Tennessee both four and five. So yeah. really, it, it is a tough. It's still, division. it is a division a that division. it is up for grabs. Anyone can still have. Yeah. It's like we could see somehow the Texans and Indianapolis fall apart. Maybe the second half, and maybe Jacksonville figures it out, or Tennessee figures it out. But I, I think it's going to be a great division. It's going to be a battle of the end. But I still think Houston won, and Colts eventually. When we go into wild card discussion, I think Colts will take the wild card for be one of one of the wild card finalists. And then the AFC West. It's another division that I think is pretty much locked up. You have the Denver Broncos are done. I think the Chargers are personally done. I know they're they won um, back to back games. Yeah. They're four and five. They just I mean, it's, 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 a, it's a mirror. I mean, it's it's really weird. I mean, they were talked about as one of the top teams. Yeah, they were great last year. Yeah, and they fell all apart. off season. They were tr- they were again talked as a top ten team that would make the playoffs and probably maybe go to the Super Bowl. And they're not. They're, they are not. I just I don't I don't see them. I mean, doing anything. I think won't really screw them. One part is Melvin Gordon sitting out. Yeah, I mean, yes, it's, 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 it's a minor thing, but you could definitely. I think one of the things that killed him early too was Derwin too. James' injury. Yeah, him not playing. You know, he was a really good safety last year. Was it? I think he was defensive rookie of the year last year, wasn't he? Uh, yeah, that's a good question. I can't remember. I just want to look that up real quick. Yeah, because I feel like he was. I I know some. I think it might have been him. Because I know, like, he was a huge yeah, loss right away when he went down. Like, that was the thing that they said was going to kill his defense going forward. Yeah. I mean, Bosa still, Bosa and Ingram still pick up the slack. But, like, for the D-backs back there, like, they really love this kid. Uh, Okay, he wasn't. But I thought he was. But still, he was a first-team All-Pro defensive player, rookie, all that. But still, Chargers 4-5. and five. Still got a shot, but I mean, with Mahomes possibly coming back this weekend, Chargers are six and three, leading that division. Oakland's four and four. They're not going to. I don't see them doing it. Nah. You know, it would be. It, I think it would come down to like the. I think the Chargers will eventually finish second. Yeah. But I don't I mean, even see them making like a wild card just the way they're so inconsistent no. this year. It's just bad. No. I still think Kansas City gets the division. <clears throat> yeah, Casey's going to win the division. I don't. I mean, I think it's going to be course the Patriots and the Ravens get the the bye week. Mm-hmm. And then Casey and whoever in the South wins has to, you know, play on. Um, but, yeah, I agree. Now, Casey. for possible wild cards for the AFC. So, right now, we got, I think we got wrap-up divisions are New England, New England. Yeah. Baltimore. Yeah. We'll say Texans for now. Yeah, let's say Texans. Kansas City. Four yeah. divisions yeah. wrapped up. We got two wild card spots. Who's going to get it? I'm going to say the Bills and the Colts. I agree. Yeah, yeah. Bills here's the reason why because again the Colts. The uh, only other two teams that are on the cusp of that would be, as of right now, are Oakland and Pittsburgh. Which I, I, I don't <laughs> say that. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't see here. So I, like, definitely I, don't see, I definitely don't see. It's definitely going to be see the Steelers. I definitely, I think, definitely don't see. That. Definitely Bills and Colts though. I agree. I, with that. I, I mean Raiders is going to be a ver- big shock. I'll be huge shocked. Huge shock. I'm going to be shocked with Pittsburgh. Yeah, the way they've been. Yeah, it's it's been on and off this year with them. Very. Uh, NFC. Now we'll go to the NFC East, a division that is just either really—it's known as one of the better divisions in the NFL. In my opinion, it's been one of the, the worst divisions in the NFL the last few years. Depending on who your team is, for me, yeah. it's been horrible. But for two other teams, it's been very good. Yeah. 
Now, Dallas Cowboys are five and three. Eagles are five and four. Giants are done. Redskins are done. Who's gonna win this division? That is like the, the hardest <laughs> question of all. I I have I keep going back and forth. The only will. thing I give I give Dallas a little more of an advantage right now, just because so I feel like they have the they have the right tools going forward. They have the right oh, yeah. players, you know what I mean? And they, you know, I think Michael Bennett was a huge, huge plus for them yeah. going forward. Because that, that's always been, like, their major problem has been defense. Offensively, they're yeah. set. You know, you got Dak. You got You got the, the one, two, you three set. That's you got all the you number need. one offensive line. That's what line. they've been trying to find since, ni- since Number the one 90s. offensive line. You got Cooper. Gallup's been a really good second receiver. Mm-hmm. Cobb's been doing good, too. They got... Lynn's been... Fun. They got Widden back at tight end, so the offense is perfect. The defense has been a little spotty, but they have three great linebackers. They got Derwin, or it's not Derwin James, sorry, uh, the DN. Uh, Demarcus, Lawrence. Demarcus Lawrence, Lawrence, thank you, at the DN spot at one, and you have Michael Bennett yes. at yes. the other side. So I finally, they figured out the D-line, which is one of their biggest problems, mm-hmm. and their D-backs have been doing a lot better as of late as yeah. well. So, why I think they have a better shot is because they got the right tools. Yeah. The only problem with the Eagles is is they also have potential to win it, but they're just dealing with a lot of injuries right now it's and injuries, miscommunication and with the it, with the offense and the defense. I, it's just more – it's just a communication. That's the problem. Yeah. And I don't – But they're a second-half team. That's why I feel like they, they this is the same team that will look – this is the same way they looked last year, and we were like, they're done, and then they pulled it out in the second half and made the playoffs. Yeah, and, and here's what they have. They got the Patriots, which was obviously a chance to win. Yeah. The Seattle's a chance to win. Yeah. Even though that, that I think that's those are two hard. tough I, games. Too tough, but I think Seattle's gonna be a tougher game. Over the my, Patriots. I think so, in my opinion. Um, I mean, I could be. I mean, obviously, I could be wrong, but then Dallas, that's obviously gonna be a challenge. I think they ever beat Dallas the second time. I really do. I hope so. Because that's basically the clench. Mm-hmm. If we win, we... I mean, we and I think you guys crush the Giants again. You crush the two games with the Giants. I think you're going to crush Washington again. And Miami. And, so and you guys best, got Miami, yeah. At best, you're probably going 11-5-10-6. It's, it's, it's a tough division. I mean, I mean I'll, Only I'll, be, I'll be so shocked. I mean, this is probably not going to happen. I'll be so shocked they beat all every one of them. I don't think they're going to beat everyone. But it's not going to happen. I can guarantee that right now. It's not going to happen. But I will be shocked. Really, I, really I'm gonna go with Cowboys only because I feel like they finally have the right tools. I will tools. go with them too. I'll Cowboys win honest. division. I will go with them, but because I'll be honest with you, with the way the NFC is so stacked this year, the only way the Eagles make the playoffs, I think, is, is, is the winning. Viking. Is winning the division. That's the only way. Too. They don't. They're not gonna make a wild card. They will not. It, the only way they do that is if somehow the Vikings go off, which I highly doubt they will. The only way is if Kirk Cousins goes to shit. That's the only I, thing. I, I, I just think Cowboys Because Seattle and, and the Vikings are right there on the wild card. It's going to be tough. And, and I'm telling you right now, the only way for us to get that spot is if the Vikings go to shit. Mm. Only way. NFC North, this division Green is Bay. also down to two. You can't count the Vikings out, though. It's tough. I know. I know. Green Bay 7-2. Vikings are 6-3. Six six uh, Detroit done 3-4. Chicago done 3-5. You know, Green Bay, you know, I have Green Bay winning this, but the Vikings are right there. So, really, it's going to be an, it's going to be a back and forth yeah. right there. You know, that's going to be a tough one till the end. That's when we're definitely going to look into, like, weeks going forward. But I have Green Bay. I just feel more confident in Green Bay because I think 
Green Bay's a little harder to beat. Minnesota's a little more beatable. Yeah. That's the only reason why I have them winning the North. Then you have the South, which is another interesting <laughs> division. But I think we both know New no, Orleans is good. We all know that one. New Orleans for 7-1 in that one. I know the Panthers are right there at 5-3, and three, but I don't see I, them. I don't know if they're going to be wild card. Yeah, I don't think they're going to make I think they're, they're just like the Eagles. They have to win that division, which I don't even I see know. them winning the division. It's not going to happen. Tampa Bay done two. I think the Eagles have more of a chance to win the division than they do. Atlanta extremely done one and oh seven. And then God. this is the hardest division to, to pick. I'm sorry. Eight no San Fran. I think you know San you, Fran's gonna be. The you can't even say it's a lock for them because their schedule is gonna get harder soon. Because the Seahawks could easily jump up and take that the division at seven and two. And Los Angeles, who I don't even think is gonna make the playoffs this year, but they're sitting at five and three. I don't think LA is. And then Cardinals done at three and five. I, and here's here's what I'm gonna predict. Well, let's, think, let's let's go to uh, real quick. Okay. I'm going to pull up the possible. The possibility? The playoff. How we'll look for the playoff thing right now. So, I think we... <laughs> it's it's even tough. All right. I, I think my four going forward are going to be San Fran, San Fran in division win. San Fran division. Yeah. I, New Orleans division. Green Bay division. Cowboys division. Now, here's the hard part. Pick the two wild cards. Pick the five that and six. Like... Pick the two teams at five and six. If it were me, I'm definitely saying Seattle is, Seattle is five. Is one. Seattle's Seattle is five. Because who's the six? See, right now Vikings at that spot, it, the, and I you're... don't know how the Vikings are going to respond. In the second, it half could be either. It's around. either going to be the Vikings, the Rams, the Panthers, the Eagles. I'm picking the Eagles. I'm sorry. I'm picking home. Because no, because the Rams second half team, it's possible. It is, and the, they've done it before. Said, they, I, I, I don't and they've done it before. The they've done it before, yeah. so it's like they can do it. Oh, they can do it. Don't get me wrong. You know they can do it. I just don't trust I'm the Panthers. I here's like I said, the only way to do it is if somehow Kirk Cousins goes to shit, and that may possibly happen. It may possibly happen. You know it. Possibly, I just don't have the Eagles doing it because I really think they're gonna. Have Crap out because it's just only I mean, the only reason. The only but reason I think that right the only um, reason I think that is just because the the first the, when they did it last year they didn't have any problems besides once but they had full so you need, but they didn't have locker room issues like they're having this year I just think the locker room issues are too much and the miscommunication the miscommunication is too the, much the so that's players. why I have them not like, making it but then like the Panthers the only thing I see with the Panthers is, is they got they got a good team but like. It's really just a one-man team. You figure out a way. It's, it's <laughs> McCaffrey. McCaffrey. Really, it's just McCaffrey. I mean, they got to give DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel more. For me, it comes down more for the. It's between the Rams and the Vikings, and if the Rams could just, man, I I I've never You're been sold on the Minnesota. With because I just feel like they are a beatable team, but they just they got everything Listen, clicking. Any team is beatable. Like I mean, granted. Look at what the Patriots done for twenty years. I mean, any team can beat them. It's just you got to actually I'm, out I, beat I, them. I'm gonna go with the, the only reason I, I you're gonna go with the Rams. I want to say the Rams, but like then they're in that division with San Fran and Seattle, where like they could get they'll, they'll what, what, what will lo- what will make them lose? They lose out to both. They lose to San Fran again, and then they lose to Seattle. You know what I mean? Like that's those are gonna be the games they need to really win to stay alive, yeah. and not just for a division, just for that final wild card spot. Yeah. I mean, they have Seattle at home, so that's kind of an. I just advantage. I just don't trust both Minnesota and I don't trust any of the last four. 
That's yeah, why like, that's that, the hardest part. This six, I don't trust the Panthers. I don't trust the Eagles. I don't trust the Rams. I and I know like yeah, Minnesota's six and three, but like I just feel like they're beatable and just like you can teams. beat the Vikings. I, mean, <laughs> I don't know. I really don't see, know. See, this is like the hardest. I'm just staring at these four teams. I'm just like God. You know what? I, I'm just gonna be safe and say Minnesota only because like. I was gonna. I'll be honest. I was gonna say Los Angeles, but the only reason I don't say Los Angeles because I think they lose again to San Francisco. Yeah. And you know, did how many times have they played Seattle this year? Let me look that up real quick. Who was it? The Rams. I want to see like they played once. They played once. Who won? They, they played at Seattle and they lost. They lost to Seattle. Yeah. So they have one more. Okay. It's so gonna be at the, it's gonna be at LA. So they have one more against. They have one more against Seattle. One more against San Fran. I think they're gonna lose both of them. Yeah, because <laughs> that's the, the thing. Only games I they won what against were Arizona. Yeah, I think they're gonna lose. I honestly think they're gonna lose both of them. So like, let let's just say, like they're five and three right now. Let's just say like they were back to back games right now and they lost both. They would be five and five. Yeah, I really think they're gonna lose both. So you know what, Vikings? Because I think I don't think Los Angeles is gonna beat San Francisco again. Yeah. I don't think they're gonna beat them at all. And I don't see them. Seattle's just just as good. I don't think they're going to beat them either. And that's already two losses right there that's going to push them out of a wild card spot possibly. Mm, yeah. If you have like Minnesota or Carolina or even the Eagles being right there. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, really we have, have more of a I think a the winning, e- be honest, I think numbers. the Eagles and the Panthers have a better chance than Los Angeles. I, I think, think Los Angeles we have is... more of a better chance than they do because yeah, all we have to do is is beat, we're going to beat the Giants twice and then beat the you know we only lost one division game. That's to Dallas. And we, all we have is, you know, then one more time and then. Anything could happen, but yeah. I'm going with, yeah, I'm going with that one. I'm, I'm, I'm playing it safe. I'm going Vikings just because I I really don't trust the Rams as much as I was thinking at first. Because, I, like I said, I think they're not going to beat the, I think they'll lose out to the Rams. Or, excuse me, I think the Rams will lose out to both the Seahawks and the 49ers this year. And that will officially, just those two losses alone. Let's say they win out, they beat everybody else, but they get those two losses there. I don't think it's going to be enough to get them in. I think that's really the they'll those two losses there will really push them out of a wild card. But finally, to wrap up the uh, the show, you know, we just did our offensive rookie of the year, defensive rookie of the year, coach of the year, comeback player of the year, final divisions and wild cards for playoffs. You know, all our early assessment of halfway through the season, and now I want to talk about. Finish out the show. Week 10 schedules. Thursday, Los Angeles Chargers at Oakland. Who you got? I got the Chargers. I'm going with the Raiders. I, I'm you know going what's funny? with the Raiders. I, it hit my head. I was like, Raiders? And then I'm like, just I, I, Chargers. I just think <laughs> the Chargers are just so screwed up right now. And, yeah. But I, I, I just like the Raiders better at home. I, I just not really fond of the Chargers. I hope Hunter Henry has a great game. Oh yeah. You know, I think the Chargers definitely have a better team at Oakland, but I think at home o- Oakland I think just plays better at home. Oh yeah. You can see I mean Yeah, they, they get, really they especially their last year in Oakland, I think they're really trying to like have some good games for those fans. It's the last time they're gonna see them before they move to Las Vegas next year. Mm-hmm. But I I'm going with Oakland on this one. Oakland at home, I think it's a primetime game. I think Oakland also I like for some reason I think Oakland also plays better in primetime. I don't know if that's just me. I could be making it up, but I just feel like they're a better primetime team. So, Oakland at home against the Chargers. Oakland. They're Raiders. Go. Oh, Raiders. I'm going Raiders on that one. And you got the uh, you got the Chargers. But anything can happen in that one. 
nice divisional game. I'll probably watch a little bit of it. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing on Thursday, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, Detroit at Chicago. Sweet <laughs> home. Chicago. Detroit. <laughs> Both teams disappointing. I had Detroit. We, we, we were really buttering up Detroit for a while. Yeah. But, like, they're explosive offense like they were last week. You know, but they just don't get the. They're just not. They're just not finishing games. Is that that was really their biggest problem this year? They can't finish games. Yeah. But Detroit against a struggling Chicago team. I think we both agree that the reason why they're so bad is uh, with Vic Vangio not being there as the defensive coordinator. Yeah, I you mean, know? you can see there's a drastic difference in that. Defense. And there's no offense. There's no offense I don't whatsoever. Know, I mean, no offense. What the hell is going on? Mitch Trubisky. I mean, they want. They, they want like, him out. Like on Trubisky. Like what Bust. happened? What was the difference from last year to this year? Dude, that happens it, with a lot of teams. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, sure it yeah. does, but like, look how good here. Perfect example. Look how good the Eagles really won the Super Bowl, and then the year the last two seasons have been true. very disappointing. Yeah, and again, I think we make to the point that Mike Frank, Frank Reich, Reich. Yeah. exactly. Sometimes, Wait, it, sometimes it's always it's one guy, yeah, one guy, a huge a, difference. One guy can make a huge different team. Yeah. For the Eagles, it was Frank Reich. For Chicago, Vic Banjo. Yeah. I like. I, I've always been riding the Detroit coattails, and I'll I'll continue with Detroit. Yeah. I think just they're going against this really disappointing Chicago defense, and I think they're the offense for Chicago is not going to score that much against a also a Detroit defense that's kind of mediocre, but I think it's a little bit better. So I'm going with Detroit just because they have a, a a more explosive offense with Stafford having a great year, you know, and both his receivers uh, really killing it for him. So yeah. I'm going Detroit on this one against Chicago. You agree with me on that one? I agree with you. You agree on that one? Okay, cool. Figured that. Uh, (laughs) Baltimore at Cincinnati, I think we both agree. Baltimore is going to continue to kill it. Can we say that game on Sunday night? Awesome. (laughs) It's about time. (laughs) That was one of the best games this year. I think one of the reasons why. That was one of the best games this year. One of the reasons why it was such a good game, too, is I think people just like to see the Patriots lose. Listen, I had an even match, but I think it was going to go like that. I know the rate... If you saw how fast they were on offense, I'm like explosive. Explosive? It was volcanic. Yeah. I mean, it. I never seen anything like that in a long time. Yeah. They were. They were amazing. They were awesome. And I agree. You know, Lamar's. I should have put Lamar on my list too as MVP, close to an MVP. But I think he's. I think he's slowly getting there. I. I know there's a lot of people that think he's going to be the MVP this year. I can see why. I don't have him winning it though. I think he'd be I, on the list. I think he'll be on the list. But I think, I don't think I he's going to be there. Like yet. with my list, I had we we both had the first three, uh, first, first two correct. Two that, we both yeah. had Russell Wilson and Deshaun Watson. If you really, if I could really take someone off the list, I would probably take off Rodgers yeah. and maybe put Lamar there. You know, as number three. But I just don't think he's still not going to win it. I mean, yeah, he continued what he's doing. He's definitely down the road a possible MVP. I think, hundred percent agree with you. Definitely think. But this year, it's just tough. I just think, you know, with Russell Wilson and Deshaun Watson just having the years they're having, it's just a smidge better. Yeah. Just a smidge. But he's close. If you really want to get diff, uh, technical with it, yeah, he could possibly be a number three guy on that list. Maybe even a number two. Maybe you could even put him right behind Russell Wilson. But as of right now, if Russell Wilson continues the way he's going, he's definitely number one. You know, maybe you can have the argument of Lamar Jackson possibly being on the cusp as a number two. But, yeah. Baltimore over Cincinnati, 100%. You know, A.J. Green coming back, doesn't even matter. They got Ryan Finney. As their starting quarterback, I don't know who that is, because they bench Andy Dalton. Looks like his career is over. He'll be a backup coming to you soon, or starting on a team next year. Who knows? Uh, next, Buffalo at Cleveland. I think we both agree with this one. Uh, Cleveland's been a 
bit of dumpster fire, blow up, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> it's a sh- it, it's a shit show. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's more of like Buffalo, a, like a jackass shit show. <laughs> yeah, Buffalo. I think is. Uh, I think though they they're gonna win this one. I don't see Cleveland. I mean, Cleveland has a shot, but yeah. they're just so bad. Just, it's not even fun watching Cleveland games anymore. Uh, it's just it's also embarrassing to watch uh, Baker Mayfield get up there every day on the podium. Just look like look like an idiot. So Kansas City at Tennessee. Uh, I think even without Mahomes, if there's they're With kind of more. they're saying Mahomes is going to come back this weekend. Possibly, it looks like it. I think even without if he doesn't play again. Matt Moore's been playing very good. Very, very good. Very good. So I think even without, even if Mahomes, I think no matter what Kansas City wins this game, but even if Mahomes doesn't come back, I think Mahomes still does very good here against Tennessee and chews him up. I'd be more shocked if the Tennessee was able to pull this one out. Yep. But I believe Kansas the Chiefs City. will win that one. I, mean, he, I agree. Matt Moore's been doing pretty well. And I actually liked Matt Moore since he came to the league. I, I know it's been kind of, him as a backup is kind of shitty, but I like I mean, obviously, he's with Andy. He's been Reed. turning heads. He's been I mean, he's good. Good. you know, you know, going forward, if Kansas City was smart, they should keep him as the backup. They should. They keep because now they know yeah. they have a guy who, if God, uh, God if, forbid, if, God forbid, he's out even longer than he, he's he's supposed to be. Yeah. We have a guy that's still winning games for us, so you know they're definitely gonna try to find a way to maybe give him Matt more a possible extension yeah. this year as a backup for them going forward. Uh, Atlanta and New Orleans, another one. Uh, Drew Brees back officially, just like from last two weeks ago. Now he had the bye week. He's good to go again. Kamara's uh, possibly coming back. If not, even without that, they don't need him. They proved that. They, they can just win with whoever. New Orleans going to go in and crush Atlanta. Oh, yeah. This game, <laughs> I'm going to watch this game, but it's still going to be a very tough game to watch. Because like I've said before, you can combine both the New York Jets and the New York Giants together <laughs> and form one New York team and get one real piece of shit New York team. That's how bad both teams are this year, man. That's literally how bad. And... But it said you could literally take both New York teams, put them together, and, and make one, one shit really shit. shitty team. That's how bad these two teams are. So they're playing each other this season. They play each other like every four seasons. This is the year they play each other. Yeah. Yikes. You know, New York Giants versus New York Jets. I'm probably going to favor more the Giants this one. Me too. Even I though agree. the Jets, they're both bad. And I just, just I don't know. Just, I'm just going with the Giants because I'm a Giants fan. But yeah. at the same time, I hope the Jets win. Why do I hope the Jets win? Because I'm trying to lose out for the draft picks, which is something that I want to go doing going forward. Um, possibly next week's show. I think we can probably go into that. Start. Looking up some college guys. So I think that's oh, what I want to do. I start doing some more. To do that, yeah, so, enough, you know what? Because I've been starting to stra- try to hope for my team to get strategized. So let's like start looking up some mock drafts, all right? Okay. So that'll be next week's show, okay. ladies and gentlemen. We'll do some possible mock drafting of who's going to fall into what spot and who's going to go and where. Because there's two guys that I'm looking at right now that, for the Giants where the only way they're going to get these two guys is if they're I in gotta, the top five. I got to look a little more Number one. Team. Number one is Chase Young, that that pass rusher from Ohio State. That's the number one guy I want because okay. we need a pass rusher, so I want him. And then the number two guy's name escapes me, but he's the left tackle out of Georgia, and he's supposed to be the best offensive lineman out of the draft. He's another guy who I would love for the Giants, too. So that's why I'm trying to lose out. I need the Giants to be in the top five because yeah. I think the first two spots are going to be quarterbacks. But like I said, we'll get into that next week. That's a yeah. real preview of next week's show. Do some mocking drafting. Okay. Mock drafts next week. But New York at New York. Giants. I, go Giants, but I hope the Jets somehow win. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, Arizona at Tampa Bay. Another game that is kind I of... I say Tampa Bay. You know what? I want Tampa Bay, but I think it's going to be Arizona. Because Tampa Bay, another team that can't finish games either. Yeah. And they just, they're either really good, or they're explosive on offense some oh days, God. where like Mike Evans goes off like this past weekend, or there's days where they're a complete shutout, and then there's days where like the defense looks really good, and then there's days it's where they just, they, they're just, yeah, the, the team in the general is not consistent. Whatever game plan they had going for, they need to somehow reevaluate just, it. Like, lost, uh, somehow they lost his mojo. They lost their mojo. They lost their mojo. So that's the problem with Tampa Bay. They lost their mojo. I think Arizona's got a little bit okay. more figured out going forward this season. So I have Arizona winning this game. As much as I guess I, I root for Tampa Bay on here too, as another one of those stinky teams, a big Bruce Arians guy. But Arizona, You're I think, comes in. Yeah, I love Bruce Arians. But, dude, figure it out this year because you, whatever game plan you had, a pass, got to get a quarterback for a second do it. So, yeah. Arizona, I think, is going to come in and topple Tampa Bay. So, as much as I love you, Tampa Bay, sorry, you're getting the L this week. Arizona's got a little more figured out than you do. Uh, Miami, finally getting their first win this weekend against the Jets of all teams. Yeah, of all teams. It just shows you how bad the Jets have been this season. Miami looks better. I think, you know, they got Ryan Fitzmagic still a quarterback. They're in Indianapolis. Uh,. Jacoby Reset hurt his was it knee or something last Sprain week. Knee. Sprained knee, so he's NCL. he's questionable. They said this weekend. I don't think he's going to start. He's optimistic that he's going to play. I agree with you. I don't think he's going to start. Brian Hoyer's going to play. Brian Hoyer, I think if they're playing it safe too, he should play. Brian Hoyer most likely going to play. He didn't do too bad last week. No, he did good. He's a solid veteran. You know, like most teams like guys like him. He can come in and command the offense because he's also been a starter a couple of teams. Yeah, like Cleveland Texans. and. Uh, Texans well, on off, Texans, uh, on off Cleveland, uh, San Francisco. He was a starter for a couple games till they bopped him out. But I think even if it's Brian Hoyer, I still think they get the win. I I, I like Brian Hoyer even as is a perfect backup for the Colts. It's Frank Reich too, the quarterback whisperer. You put anyone on this guy, he's gonna he's gonna make him good. So yeah. Colts, I think, get the win here, even if Brian Hoyer is a starting quarterback for Indianapolis. Carolina at Green Bay. Green Bay getting their second loss of the year, and they got crushed, embarrassed by the Los Angeles Chargers. Do you think the Carolina Panthers take advantage of a tough loss against the Packers? Yeah. Or do the Packers figure it out? Uh, I'm actually going to pick the Packers. Picking the Packers on this one over yeah. Carolina. You don't think it, you don't think that was like a little off last week? Was just just an off week? That's all it was yeah, last just week. Just a little bit of an just off. Just an off week, you know. Think, got a little cocky. I think. Yeah, they got a little cocky, but I think. You know, Rogers gonna, and go they're in Green Bay too, so they're, they're sling back, sling it out, and just six guns shoot him out. <laughs> All right, you know what? I will agree with that. I'll give you that one. I still think Christian McCaffrey's gonna have a good oh, game. Oh, he's though. gonna have a good game regardless. He's just been continuing to do that. So yeah. <laughs> I still even think Packers defense. They're gonna try to game plan to just stop him, but you know we'll see going forward. Um, Los Angeles at Pittsburgh. Already ranted enough about Los Angeles already, but I do think they're going to get the win here. I know Pittsburgh has been on a little streak, four games. I still think not enough to beat Los Angeles. I think yeah. Los Angeles figures it out. Like I said, the two games that I th- I think Los Angeles is going to lose two more games this year, yeah. and it's going to be against Seattle and San Francisco. I think are going to be their only other two losses this year. Mm-hmm. But they're playing a young defense of Pittsburgh, but I still think. Los Angeles comes out with the win. This is an interesting game. The Sunday night game. Dallas at... Uh, Minnesota at Dallas. That's a very good Sunday night game. Two teams are riding 
it hard to win for their divisions and wild cards. I'm going Dallas. Like I said, I'm just not sold on this Minnesota team. I just and I think this. I think They're, it's gonna be a good game. I'm I, very scared I'm, of saying this, but I'm I think Dallas. Dallas. Yeah, I think Dallas is gonna get the W here. I, I, I'll, here's what I'm gonna say. Kirk Cousins is one in I think six against the. Not that good against the uh, the Dallas Cowboys, huh? Nine prime time, nine any game with them. So if he wins, I'll be extremely shocked and be pretty happy though. Yeah, I got Dallas in this one, and then the Monday night game I'm a hundred percent watching too. Seattle versus San Francisco. Baby. Oh my God! Oh, what a Love good, that game. What a good one to that game, baby. Josh Gordon's gonna, and Josh Gordon's gonna make his debut at Seattle too, so it gives another weapon for Russell oh, Wilson on a Monday night game, baby. Ooh, who do you got? <laughs> oh my God! Would this be the first loss? You know what? I'm going to put the first loss. You're saying first loss? I would loss? say Seattle. All right. I'm going to get you. We're going to okay. keep this streak okay. going, baby. Because I want to see San Fran win. Don't get me wrong. But I want my, I'm, I want my man Russell to... I'm feeling Nick Bosa's going to be I'm, all... He's I want to f- do the same thing as he did at Tampa Bay and throw five touchdowns Dude, on that defense. I, I think this... Yo, Richard Sherman is going to be... Eden Russell Wilson's catches. You like right. that? Yeah. And you know what I also love? I I love Bosa's gonna be wherever oh. Russell, when Russell Wilson takes off, Bosa's gonna be right behind oh, him, it. chasing him down, baby. I really like this game. I'm going opposite. I think San Fran's streak continues going forward. Buys this week. New England needs it after that embarrassing loss against the Ravens. Eagles. Denver, who cares? They're done. Washington, who cares? They're done. Jacksonville still has a chance, but we'll see. Yeah. They need a little rest. Houston, leading that division. It's a good week for Russ. You know, yep. get some of the healthy guys back. Eagles. Eagles definitely need it coming off a win, too. They're hoping this weekend that Minnesota beats Dallas, so that gives them a better chance when they come back next week. Yeah. But well, then they got a tough game to play. Yeah, but we'll get into that in the next week. Yeah. But like I said, next week's show, prepare for some mock drafting. For we'll talk some rookie, possible rookie first-rounders next week yes. and what teams we'd like to see and what spots. But that's going to do it for this edition of the Two Minute Warning Show. I'm your host, Mr. Caputo, and my co-host, Mr. Corey Gray. Adios, everyone. And that's going to do it for us. Enjoy a really good weekend of football. I'm excited. You should be, too. Watch some football. We'll see you next week. Adios.